0: Hello, welcome back. It's time for a new episode of Shutter Up. We are once again just so glad that you're here for another episode. If you didn't have the chance to listen to last week's episode, we talked about all things tax and definitely we learned a lot. So go check it out if you haven't listened. This week is going to be a good one. I have been so excited for this.
1: This week is a little
0: bit different than the last couple
1: episodes, actually, because Shayla and I are alone today. Mm -hmm. We decided that it would be really fun to do episodes of just us every once in a while. We got a lot of really good feedback on episode one, so we thought maybe you guys didn't (laughs) mind listening to us ramble on. Just a reminder that our goal is not to seem like we know everything because we indeed do not. Our goal is to be your friends who are serving as a helping hand and just being transparent with you all as
0: we learn and grow together. So glad you said that. I just, you know, want to be everybody's friends. (laughs) We are very friendly people. (laughs) Be our friends. (laughs) Be, please. No. This week we kind of wanted to hit on gaining confidence in your small business. I think that's something with that a lot of us struggle with, um, especially when you're first starting your business. However, as we've been doing it for a few years, that's something like we've tried to work on. And so we wanted to give ideas and tips on how to gain confidence in your business, just some things that we've learned and that has helped us grow. Um, before we dig into that, let's go ahead and get some life updates. For me, Shayla, again, <laughs> I have nothing too crazy new right now. I just did my first two weddings of the year and they were so beautiful. I definitely think they set the tone for the year and it makes me excited for all my upcoming weddings. I decided that I really wanted to elaborate on my bridal experience as in the way like of what I do for my bride and grooms. And I think that's awesome how my, or I think it's awesome how my wedding photographer treated me and how she made me feel. So I definitely want to, do all that for my brides and try to make them feel so loved. Um, I also started doing mentor sessions and I genuinely loved it so much. And I think I want to pour into that this year and kind of start offering that and again, just building onto that. Cause I think it was so much fun. Uh, Brandy and Micah actually modeled for me. yeah.
1: <laughs> so she got to be there
0: for it, like, and be behind the scenes and watch me do it. So that was really fun, but nothing too crazy. That's about it. What about you? Yeah, I actually feel like I have, oh, voice. (laughs) I feel like I have so many things
1: going on right now that I can't even think of all of them. I have mostly been editing my booty off, almost completely caught up, which is such a good feeling. That's amazing. I know. I have loved all of the work I've been delivering, but I'm so pumped to just have a fresh slate and see how I can improve this year. I have also been in the process of planning a birthday party for my daughter as well. <laughs> oh, I know. As well as working on some other things that I can't really chat about just yet. But overall, just feeling grateful and blessed. And also, Shayla, why don't we tell them about our most recent adventure after those um, said weddings?
0: Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> I'll start off by saying both my weddings in the past week, Brandy second shot for me. So, we kind of got it to got to start the year together. <laughs> Well, our second wedding happened to be the day that the ice storm came in Tennessee. <laughs> and if you were living in Tennessee, you know exactly what we're talking about. Well, we got to leave the wedding about an hour early. It just kind of ended early. And we were like so excited. We're, it was three hours away from yeah. where we live. So we were like, oh, my gosh, we're going to get home at, like, 1130. We were so excited. We were going to get home early. That was not the case. So we started driving, and we're kind of, like, not even 20 or 30 minutes into the drive. And I kind of noticed that the car was sliding just a hair. Like, not bad. But never said anything. Shayla's, like, just quiet,
1: calm. I'm talking to her our friend Emma Grace, she was sitting in the back seat. We're just talking. I don't even remember what we're talking about. But then we start to
0: see all these wrecks. <laughs> like, 12 wrecks we ended up just counting. Just people off the road. They weren't bad. It was more just less like people just sliding off. No, the first one we seen was a car flipped upside down. That one was bad. But the rest, <laughs> we say 12, but some of them were just like people. Like, off the road. Like, they just, Down the hill. Yeah. So... Anyways, I remember I asked you, I said, is the road slippery? And she, we were in dead stop for a second. She opened the door and put her foot out and was like, yep, it's a sheet of ice. So anyways, we, we dropped our friend off and we decided we had really important stuff the next day. So we we persevered. We were going to push the (laughs) two hours the rest of the way and we ended up making it, but we, we were supposed to get home at 1130. We got home at like 3 a.m. because we went so slow. A six hour drive. Should have been three. So in the ice. Turned into an snow. insane snowstorm.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: It was it was really crazy, but I definitely think Jesus had his hand on us and
1: It was frightening. If you've seen us sliding down the interstate miles
0: upon miles. We didn't even see cars for a long time. Just me yeah. and Jayla. <laughs> Here we were, but we made it. And thank Jesus that we did. Um, yeah. But that's that story for you. Yes. We thought <laughs> that night I remember us saying we have to share this on the next episode. <laughs> so anyways, let's dig into today's episode. And it's all about gaining confidence in your small business. Um, This is something we want any small business to gain information from. However, if we do talk a little bit more about photography, it's just because that's what our business is about, and a lot of these tips and tricks and ideas can relate to any business. Um, I think the first thing that I would like to hit on is something that I have struggled with in today's world of social media and businesses themselves. A common thing you'll hear is that you need to niche down on certain things. The small business world has been telling us that we basically can't do everything and be good at it. And that when you focus down on something specific, that's when you'll grow. Me, personally, I didn't start a small business to have restrictions. I love the idea that when you run your own small business, that you can venture out and try any and every new thing that comes out. For photographers, I feel like people will try to persuade you to pick a certain clientele or stick to it, whether that be weddings or couples or seniors, newborns, editorial or natural. Right now, I think the big thing is like pose versus candid. And I think it's amazing that because it's your business, you can try and do all those things. You may find that you don't like some things and that you may not love doing seniors or couples and want to do something else, which is amazing. However, there are some people I would say myself included that likes to do a little bit of everything and I don't think if you dabble in all kinds of different styles and work that it makes you any less of a photographer or any worse than anyone else.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with Shayla on this. She's always expressed to me that she doesn't really want to I say niche. I don't niche? know what it
0: is. Niche. I've heard like different things. I, don't I used know. to say niche, but I don't <laughs> know.
1: Anyways, well <laughs> She's always expressed that she doesn't want to niche down, and I think that's amazing. Truly, she's just an all-around, hardworking gal who does it all, but it's also okay to not be that girl. That is the best part of owning your business. Like she said, you only have to do what you really want to. As far as my business, I feel like I have narrowed it down just a little bit. For example, I learned very quickly that (laughs) I would not be taking seniors who are not the college peoples, and I don't really do large families, only small, intimate families with children. I just did not thrive in those worlds, and I simply send them away now, and I think that's okay. I have several passions within the photography world, and I feel like They're a little different than the next photographers. I always get asked, hey, what do you specialize in? And truthfully, I don't really know. (laughs) I have a few favorites, but
0: overall, I do take on all different kinds of work. I think that kind of goes, like I know we're talking about photography, but that does go for other small businesses. Um, One that's coming to my head is one of my future brides. I know she makes and sells earrings, which she's amazing. But if she wanted to venture out and start making shirts or anything new, I know some people like make custom stickers or anything that's not related to jewelry, I think she should be able to and still get the same amount of support. Because again, when you run your own small business, you can have the freedom to add or take things away and make it your business.
1: Yeah, I think so. And people always say like the reason for niching down is that you'll be able to pour into that. But I
0: definitely think that if you work hard enough, you can pour into everything. Yeah, agreed. So on to the next topic or idea that we both think and feel pretty strongly about <laughs> is learning how to say no in your business. Ooh, this one's a doozy. This is something that is so, 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 so hard to do, especially when you're a people pleaser. We both are big people pleasers. So I feel like learning how to have a voice and stand up for yourself is so, 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 so important, especially when you're your own boss and employee? Yeah, I think it's so hard to say no because starting your business
1: usually comes with that crippling fear of failing. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But if you're not running the business in a manner that you're proud of yourself for, then you might as well not have a business of your own. You might as well work for somebody else and get bossed around. Also, think about it this way. If the owner of a business acts like they're not even confident in their product, why would anybody else want to invest in them? For example, do you ever see a car salesman not bragging on their cars like they are insanely unique and worthy of their purchase? Worthy of your purchase. If the salesman acts like the car is iffy or you might get to your next destination, you're probably not going to buy it. So let's be real. You might try and do your dealer down, but they're probably just going to convince you that you're really dumb if you don't (laughs) buy their super cool plug-in car. And that just means they're really good at their job. So let us all be confident and market our work like it is worthy of
0: purchase. 2024 is the year of being confident. Amen. (laughs) When you learn to start saying no to some things, which we'll dig into what we feel like you can say no to, you start to gain a little bit more confidence in yourself. It's kind of like when someone stands up for you and you start to just trust that person in the real world, whether it be your family or friends. For me, I have seen where my husband has stood up for me in some circumstances and it's definitely makes me trust him and have confidence that he is team Shayla all the way. And so I feel like we have to learn to do that for ourselves because in your business, you don't have somebody standing up for you and you have to learn how to have confidence in yourself and knowing that you will protect yourself. First off, let me just say, that was so weird to hear Shayla say her husband. That's like a first. (laughs) I won't say it again. But
1: yes, I would agree. That's the downside of being a business owner. You truly play all the parts, and that includes having the backbone to stand up and choose the paths that are beneficial
0: for you and your business. I feel like something that's becoming a little bigger, just to say no to certain inquiries, If you feel like you're not going to click well with the couple or the client itself and that your style isn't really what they want, maybe they have an idea of a style that they want and you're just not it, you can decide to say no and say, I will help you find someone who fits your style. I want you to be happy with your products and I may not be the right fit for you. Something for me that's helped get an idea of when to say no to certain inquiries is putting on my inquiry form boxes, what is your style? Are you th- like, what do you want for your session um, or your wedding? And if somebody submits a form and says they want super light and airy or super, super editorial, I just know that my work isn't going to bring them happiness that somebody else's could. For your inquiry questions, ask as many questions as possible so you kind of know what you're getting into and you can pick their brain as much as you can prior to actually talking to them.
1: Yeah, I think this kind of could tie into niching down saying no to clients that don't fit your style or vibe. Um, Say you love shooting elopements, but if it's an elopement with people or in a place that you just feel like you don't love or thrive in that environment, then it's okay to send those clients to somebody that may be a better fit. And I'll say this, saying no like you said, to bride and grooms that you may just not be super into their vibe will also benefit them because they deserve a photographer who is 100% all in for them. And this can relate to any business. Obviously, Shayla and I are just using photography analogies because that's how our brains think. But you can put that into your own little
0: business. Yeah. You also just don't want to have clients who don't really want you. I think that's going to set you up for future complications, not always, but sometimes it can lead to a little bit of frustration on one end or another.
1: Yeah, and if it's your full-time job, I totally get the feeling of wanting to book or sell any and everything just to make ends meet financially, mm-hmm. but if you have the confidence and stay on your grounds long enough, I bet you'll be thriving and actually enjoying the job that you do. I mean, why do most people quit their nine to five to do a small business? Probably because they have something they're passionate about and actually enjoy. So if you go and do something you don't love simply to make the money, then maybe we shouldn't even have left the nine to five. I know that sounds so harsh, but
0: truly just trying to get the point across here to be confident in yourself. When you said, why do most people quit their nine to five to do a small business? It's to work 24-7. You're right. So you have to love what you (laughs) do. you got to love it. Because- it's You work, I think, way harder than a nine-to-five. But you do, yeah. Anyways, sorry, I just had to put that in there. Um, I think something else you can say no to is things that don't necessarily benefit your business. I know there was a time going around where people or certain businesses would message photographers and be like, hey, let's do a trade. You take pictures for exposure. And for a while, that was a big thing. However, I feel like, Now, with the way social media is, you can't really guarantee that certain exposures are going to help you, so you may just end up working for free, and so I think starting to say no to things that don't necessarily benefit you or your business is important, and not overbooking yourself this year, finding times to do things you actually love.
1: Yeah, I think collaborations are fantastic. But the fact of the matter is, if it's not going to help you, it might not be worth your time. I know this is probably going to step on some toes, but I have definitely seen some creators and small business owners who just use others for only their benefit. So collaborations are really only cool if it's beneficial to both sides. So say somebody offers to trade me like a photo shoot I could not post or use for content, for a free set of, I don't know, eyelash extensions. So, me personally, I don't need or want eyelash extensions and they quite literally <laughs> terrify me. <laughs> my mom had some one time and her actual eyelashes fell out. So <laughs> traumatized. If I were to say yes to that because I felt guilty, here I am with extra work to edit and bald eyelashes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe not the best example, but you get the point. And let me say, free work is required sometimes. I absolutely love to do free sessions for content and whatnot. I do it all the time. But in this example, my business wasn't going to benefit because I couldn't post the images and I would be getting product that I didn't even want or need. So
0: I hope that makes sense. I definitely think it does. Um, I love my eyelash extensions. I'm just going to put that in there. They're just
1: Yeah, so for <laughs> you, maybe that would be
0: awesome. See, Brandy could send me... That person. person. So I would be like, I have a girl for you. (laughs) Me, I'm scared. (laughs) Okay, that's funny. (laughs) So piggybacking off of kind of what we just hit on is filling your time with things you actually love. For example, if Randy took that session (laughs) and took pictures of that, she wouldn't love it. Like She wouldn't love spending her time that way. I think when you're doing things that you enjoy and having work that you're proud of, Quote that proud of, proud of, (laughs) makes you more confident as a business owner. I know sometimes when I do certain shoots or ideas that don't necessarily make me happy, and I'm not like again proud of,
1: proud of, (laughs) it
0: makes me way less confidence in myself as a photographer than when I'm doing stuff that I actually love. But I guess that kind of circles back around to niching whatever down, (laughs) while I still feel like you don't necessarily have to pick one or two certain things that you love and that you're able to try all kinds of different things, I do think with that you'll end up finding certain things that you love more than others and will gravitate towards, which is totally okay.
1: Yes, and now while it's okay to do those things that you love and say no to those that you don't, you should still be stepping outside of your comfort zone and at least trying new things. Preach it. There are some things that are just a requirement of a business, like advertising. We may not like it or feel comfortable doing it, but we have to do it. So for the photography world, I know you're tired of the photography world, (laughs) but showing up on social media is just kind of part of it. And while vlogging feels so foreign, you should give it a try. Try to connect with your audience. You might end up loving it. Try to set up those video calls or phone calls with clients because they might choose you based off of the fact that they connect with you as a person, not just your business name or your Instagram. When I think of small businesses that I love, I know and I can visualize those owners. Most people that are super successful, you know them. You might even know them before you know their business. So don't be afraid to show up and show yourself. Now, I I think the next topic should be to be social. Talk to strangers. Be proud of your accomplishments and talk about them. How do things become popular? Because people talk about them. So if nobody's talking about your business, then you got to be the person talking about it. <laughs> Shout it out. The more you talk about it, the less weird it's going to feel for you. If you're in the grocery store, bring it up. Hey, I'm a photographer. <laughs>
0: I would love to take your pictures. No, but kind of based, like going off that, I've been at the, like, the beach at some time and literally walked up to a couple and like, can yes. I please take your pictures because yes. I'm a photographer and you know, hyping yourself up. So I agree with that. Something- or what about Shayla and I literally in
1: Grand Tetons, we were with Hannah Murray. Oh my gosh. I we love are this. dying to take pictures of a couple, just anybody. And we stumble across a couple that had eloped in the Tetons and we're trying to take pictures with a tripod.
0: And their phone. So what do we do? We shot ourselves out and we take their pictures. <laughs> literally. I've, and they're like some of my favorite pictures. Yes. They have like their wedding outfits on. And we literally just went up to them and was like, we will take pictures and send them to you.
1: Yes. And guaranteed they went home and told somebody at least one of our
0: names. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. No, that's so funny. I do remember. That's crazy. It was also so long ago. I know. Time for another trip. Yeah, definitely. Something else that I think is important when running your small business and trying to gain an immense amount of confidence in it is knowing and choosing who you surround yourself with. I am a firm believer that you are what you hang around. And so for me, I love to be around other creatives that are learning how to be confident in their business. Not to say that we all don't struggle at times and lack self-confidence. I know for me and a lot of my photographer friends, we will text each other and be like, oh, I don't like my work right now. And I think that's time when you need to have people in your corner that's going to encourage you and push you to the confidence that knowing your work is good. If you're surrounding yourself with negative people or negative business owners, it can be really hard to thrive yourself. And that's something I have found for me that has really pushed me. Um to be more confident is just having those people around me. I'm in a lot of group chats where everybody just encourages each other and pushes each other to be the best that they can be. I think that helps me gain a lot of confidence. Um, just having friends that are confident. So
1: yeah. Like just being around people that are literally so obsessed with their jobs. So I'm, I'm sure other small businesses are like this, but photographers are obsessed with, taking pictures. We talk about it all the time. We don't, it's hard to talk to people that don't talk about this. like What do you talk about? <laughs> so just surrounding yourself with people that are so in love and like passionate about what they do can help you. So find your people. Mm-hmm. Now my last piece of advice is going to be about pricing stand firm in your prices. If your small business isn't providing for your needs because you're scared to say, hey, this is what I charge, then it's just not worth it. At that point, it's just a hobby. Now, my last little piece of advice is about pricing. Stand firm in your prices. If you write them down, then you have to tell people that's what they are. If your small business isn't providing for your needs because you're scared to say, hey, this is what I charge, then it's just not worth it.
0: I think something that can help you stand firm, which is definitely something I need to listen to, is get a service, for example, like HoneyBook, that instead of waiting till the actual session to tell somebody your price and then getting nervous to be like, oh, it's 200 and something dollars, just like start setting up contracts or something. And for example, HoneyBook, I know sends reminders to them. Yes. And you don't necessarily have to be the one to text them and be like, hey, you still owe this. Like it'll remind them Itself, So, yeah. And something that
1: I've heard people talking about recently is I know there's always been, you know, a controversy. Do you show your prices on your website or do you not? Mm. But if you're confident in your work and or your product, whatever you're selling, whatever you got going on, if you're confident on it, then advertise those prices. That way, the people that you're bringing in, they know up front and maybe that'll help you be more confident because if they already know, they're probably
0: you know, ready. Yeah. I think that makes me think of like if people are selling like clothes and stuff, like the price is already there. I personally, I'm one, I like my prices to be on my website because I mean, any other product you're going to buy, the price is, the price is there. And so yes, you wouldn't order something or go to buy a service massages, like the price is there. So for me,
1: right. And the fact of the matter is that there's, Your prices are going to be the same, whether they see them on your website or they talk to you and you tell them your prices. So, But stand firm in your prices. Make sure that you're charging what you need to be to provide a life for you. Because if you're wanting your business to be your full-time, then it needs to be providing for you.
0: Retweet. Love that. But yeah. That's good. I think that's kind of all the tips we have.
1: Yeah, I think so. I can't think of anything else. I hope that we've... Poked you enough that you guys are ready to
0: scream your prices through the streets and wear wear a shirt with your name on it. Hey, I'm not dissing that. I've got shirts with my logo on exactly. it. Exactly. I love that. So, hey, we might even get stickers to put on our car. Should we get stickers? Should we hand them out? I would do it. Put them on people's like windshield, like yeah. not the actual sticker, but like there's you know. a
1: thought. Just stick them in their what are those called windshield wipers?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. We might start doing that. All right. Well we know what's next. Rapid fire question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that that became a thing just randomly. It wasn't planned, but it became a thing on yeah. the first episode. <laughs> yeah, here we are. So the first rapid fire question, I'm going to ask Shayla, what is one tip you have for getting started into booking weddings?
0: Um, For me, what worked like a few years ago. And also like, I know some newer photographers who's been doing this and it's worked is to ask to shadow other photographers or start second shooting weddings and just tagging along and figuring out what the day even looks like Mm -hmm. and how much preparation you need. Because it's not always just showing up like with your camera. Right. There's for me example, I have a detail box. Like I like to come prepared with that and extra batteries and yeah you know I've learned now I like to have two cameras during a ceremony. And just being able to see how other photographers work and being able to also share on your feed, like, you do weddings. Yeah. I think that helps you start to book weddings. So, yeah, ask to tag along. I mean, it might be scary to reach out to a photographer, but a lot of the times photographers won't care if you just ask for a little bit of help. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I bet that could go for different wedding vendors at least, like Mm -hmm. hair and makeup, ask to go along, tag, have the content to post, things like that.
0: Yeah, agreed. So our second question is for Brandy. How do you meet people and make a community in your small business? Yeah, so meeting
1: people, obviously you could meet them through online, following other people, messaging, commenting, just being active on social media, Um, but also by... Once again, talking to strangers, um, just if you're out in public, start conversation with people, be social, advertise yourself, and through that, you'll find people that you connect with and that you get along with, have things in common with. It doesn't even have to be somebody within the same business as you. Mm-hmm. I know we joked about only being able to talk to photographers, <laughs> no, but we realistically, we talk to so many different business owners, and it's just really cool.
0: Yeah. Well, I love that. I think this has been an amazing episode. Yeah. Do you have anything else?
1: (sighs) Good? No. I think that's it. I think we did good. All right. Well, thank you guys so freaking much. We are truly thankful you're here, and we want to connect with you. So please let us know how you feel and what your thoughts are.
0: And make sure to follow us on Instagram. Yeah, we're shouting out our businesses. Yeah, we that's are- what we're doing. We <laughs> are Shutter Up.
1: <laughs> we are Shutter Up Podcasts, Shayla Renee Photography and Brandy Ellison Photography.